And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Yes, it's another edition of Tell Al Tuesday, and I've asked Nathan and Stacy to join me because we need to get inside of their minds. We need to understand why they chose real estate over everything else they could have done in order to prepare themselves for retirement. Yes, they chose real estate. They didn't choose the stock market. They didn't choose gold. They didn't choose any of the other stuff that you see on late night TV. They chose real estate. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring them onto the show. And I want you to get inside of their mind. I want you to understand the why with regards to real estate. I also want you to understand how they've gone through a transformation with real estate. Oh, yeah, a transformation. Yeah. It's, it, oh, so some of you guys are thinking, well, they bought a house or two and they're good to go, right? Well, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. As a matter of fact, they did buy a house or two, and then they ran into a little bit of a problem. And Lifestyles Unlimited helped them out with that problem. And they became members. And you know what? The rest is history. And that's the history that we're going to get into. Because what you're going to find out on today's show is that even though they started with single family assets, they didn't stay primarily in single family assets. They have transformed their investing trajectory into multifamily. We're going to get into the why they did that. So with no further ado, let me bring Nathan and Stacy onto the show. How are you guys today? I'm so glad to have you and I'm so interested in exploring your minds. Thank you. Good morning. It's good to be here. So did did I get the backstory correct? Did you guys dabble in real estate before you became members of Lifestyles Unlimited? That is correct. That is correct. So we started out our very first investment property sort of on accident in 2012. It basically just converted our own home into a rental property as we were moving from Las Vegas to Dallas. Rather than, rather than sell it um, uh, at a loss because we were slightly underwater at the time, we said, no way. This We don't need to do this. Let's turn this into a rental property, let it make some money for us. And we believe the market would appreciate and we'd come out okay on that. And that's exactly what happened. We held on to it for, I believe, three years after we moved out of it and it it worked out good. Uh, but that led us right into our next single family when we moved to Texas. We didn't know where we wanted to live at because we didn't know the area very well. We knew where my job was going to be. So we bought a house that we thought would be a good rent house in proximity to my employer and we spent a year living there, fixing it up, preparing it to be a rent house while we looked around the area and decided where we'd want to buy our own personal property at. So that's kind of how, how it began. Okay, I, I like this strategy because you, like many, many other Americans, discovered real estate because you had a problem with a piece of real estate. You just told me that you lived in a piece of real estate. The real estate got upside down as far as value, and rather than lose money, you converted it into rental real estate. Did I get that part of the story correct? That's absolutely correct. It didn't make sense to us to sell that property, write a check to the bank to get out of it, and it made even less sense to do a short sale or or foreclosure. I was not about to you know, ruin our credit because we were slightly underwater. We believed that it was still a good investment. It was just going to take 
more time than what we had at the moment. It was my job forcing us to go to or pushing us to go to a different city. Just because of that doesn't mean get out of that investment and lose money. Stick with it and stick with the plan, and and that's what worked out for us. Now, who helped you guys build your business plan to convert that to a rental? Uh, The two of us. We we kind of figured it out, and we found – a company we did that one a little bit non-traditional in the fact that we we put it on a lease to own type setup you know a land contract would be a, a, a term most people understand uh, so we did it in that, in that form and we found a company in Las Vegas to help us put that together and the reason we did it that way is because in our minds we thought that whoever would move in there would take care of it like their own home at the time because we hadn't done any rentals yet we we still were concerned about dealing with tenants we didn't know what that would be like we we just spent i don't know a year and a half time and pretty much all the capital we had to fix that property so the thought of someone beating it up just really scared us and fast forward years later it seems to rarely happen as long as you screen your tenants properly Okay, so you've you've had a good result with real estate. You wind up moving from the West Coast to the southern part of the country. You wind up in Texas. You buy another piece of property that you're going to live in, but your strategy at this point is to live in it for a year and then convert this one into rental property also? That is correct. I mean, we both wanted to get into real estate investing, but we didn't know how. And it seemed like an easy way for us to to begin, and, and it really was. So I, I had people around me for years saying, oh, you need to get into real estate, you need to get into real estate. So I read books and read books and looked at stuff online, but no one in my immediate circle had ever done real estate investing. I had people telling me to, but it was people that hadn't done it themselves. So we it was kind of trial and error for us uh, initially. We had no education, no background in doing it. We just try to do it to the best of our ability and make good decisions. If you remember, when we were going to Texas, we first initially were looking at to rent a house. We were looking at houses to rent, and we looked at the dollar amount they were getting for rent and the type of property, and that spurred us. I remember we were in our hotel room, and we're like, okay, this is how much they get for rent for the house that we need. Like, we don't want to live in anything smaller than this. And then we started looking at places for sale and calculated out the mortgage. And we're going, this makes more sense for us to buy, fix it up, and then we can rent it. And we should be able to make a pretty good cash flow based off from what we were finding when we were looking at rentals. You started to learn that real estate could do something for you that other things couldn't do for you. Is that a true statement? Absolutely. Absolutely. We got we got a flavor for it. and. You know, as we mentioned previously, we were moving into a house that was the intent was to make that a rental property. And when we moved out of there and that one started to go well, we, we certainly got an appetite for it. It took a couple more years before we could buy an additional rental property, but we saw it was starting it was starting to work and it started to make some sense for us. So how did how did Lifestyles Unlimited come into the picture? Because it sounds like you're starting to figure this out on your own. I'm trying to understand why you even need an organization like Lifestyles Unlimited? Well, it, a friend of mine who who is on Lifestyles Vendor List had mentioned it to me a couple of years after we bought the first house in Texas, probably about the time that we bought the, the second rent house in Texas. Uh, and he suggested it to me. I kind of looked at it, and it was sort of like what you just said. Well, we don't need to go pay for education. We're already doing it. It's working. Like This is just fine. 
Uh, so we just we just kept on trucking with a couple of properties we had. And then it came time to where we were going to be leaving Texas and moving back to Michigan. And we were getting ready to sell that very first rent house that we had. The tenants were leaving. We were leaving Texas. Hey, this is the perfect time to cash out on this one. And I had heard of this thing called the 1031 exchange, but no one I knew knew how to do it. My realtor didn't know how to do it. My actual accountant didn't know how to do it. Couldn't give me any guidance. Uh, so I was frustrated, and I went to this friend of mine and told him what was going on. And he says, hang on a second. He picks up his phone. He called uh, the Lifestyles uh, VP of the, the vendor program and asked who who they had that could help me out. And within minutes, I had a contact that I was able to use to facilitate our very first 1031 exchange. So we saw the value of of the community before even getting into it. So uh, that certainly intrigued us. So we decided, you know what, let's go do a two-day. In the middle of all this, Stacy had already come back to Michigan with the kids. She was looking for a new house for us to live in. I'm wrapping up things with my job in Texas, packing up our house, getting ready to make my own move. And one of the very last things I did was attend a two-day that was down there. And uh, my my eyes were opened uh, in the fact that we could have been so much further along and it and gener- or created so much more net worth had we been properly educated. We thought we were doing really good, and we did do good in spite of ourselves, but it could have been so much more. Uh, you know, had we leveraged our, our properties, our capital more effectively, we would own more real estate. We would have had more net worth. So that was that was a big eye opener to us. And then the idea of hey, we could maybe buy an apartment building one day. Like that was intriguing, but still seemed far fetched. The ability to invest passively in other people's apartment deals was probably the second big factor that uh, made me want to jump right in. So Stacy, while this, this whole thing is going on from the the first rental property on the west coast to the multiple properties in texas and you moving up to the great white north are are you on board with everything that that nathan has been talking about or do you have something in the back of your mind going something is wrong something's going to go terribly wrong so the lifestyles when he did the educate the two-day Um, I was already in Michigan. In fact, I was quite stressed out trying to find us a home. So we weren't bouncing between my parents' house with kids and his parents' house. So we were kind of homeless for a moment, (laughs) bouncing, trying to find a house. So when he did his two-day, he goes, "Um, I really want to sign up. And he is a type B person. He's never said something so quickly to me. Um, And so I was intrigued that he actually wanted to sign up for something like this. I was kind of against it because I said, we already know what we're doing. We knew that we were going to use the um, funds from our single family and try to find something in Michigan. That was the whole point of coming back to Michigan to try to go down more real estate investing. Um, But he was pretty adamant about, you know, we really need lifestyles. And he tried to sell me on it. And um, I wasn't necessarily sold right away. I did see the um, benefit of the 1031 exchange because I saw how well that helped and I'm like okay if that's what you want to do um but he's like you just need to go to a two-day you have no idea the education we're missing and um I just kind of kept on shoving it off on okay okay and I let him sign up and then and then I started taking the classes online and then my eyes kind of opened up and I'm going did you see what we did wrong on that property we should have done this or I can't believe we did that so um 
I'm quick to get on to real estate because I've always enjoyed it, but um, that kind of lit a fire for me to go, let's let's start buying some stuff. This makes more sense now. Um, how do we grow? How do we get bigger? Um, we don't need single family anymore. We need to go bigger. So now I'm like, what are you doing? Move faster. Let's get some stuff done. So You yeah. got the multifamily bug, didn't you? Oh, as soon as I started looking at some of the case studies um, and and just really getting a little bit more educated and um, it, it just made sense. I, and I can't believe, I was like, man, I wish we would have had this education earlier and because uh, we would have been in a whole different situation, but it's okay where we're at now. We're, we're definitely moving ourselves along. Yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty, but that's okay. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the future. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Need more unconventional wisdom that'll set you free? Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited on YouTube and Ben's content that will actually help you get where you want to go in life from people who are already there. With over 50,000 members and 32 years of proven success, there's so much more we want to share with you than what we have time for on the radio. On YouTube, we go beyond our shows and feature our best content from podcasts, interviews, expo, master's tour, fireside chats, special events, and more. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon. I'm joined by Nathan and Stacy, and together we are working on your financial freedom. And you know, I, I got to be clean with you, you folks on the on the listening to the radio, because there there are things that I have conversations about with my guests during the commercial breaks. You don't, you don't get the opportunity to listen in on those conversations. They're really more like private conversations. But while we were at commercial break, what, what Nathan said is just resonating in my ears right now. And instead of getting into the future ops of what they're planning on doing, what I want to do is I want to go back to the conversation that we had at the break, Nathan and Stacy. If you guys are okay sharing that information with our listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Nathan, you, you, you said something that just, it just blew me back in my chair. Would, would you like to say it right now for our audience? Yeah. So uh, one of the catalysts of us joining Lifestyles was that uh, seven days after my 11-year anniversary with my former employer, I was essentially uh, effectively shown the door. Hey, finish up the you know, last two months and the projects you're working on, but you know, we're going to part ways. And that was tough. I, mean, I love working there. I love my job. I love the people I was with. Um, but that whole opportunity definitely set us up to be ready to invest in real estate going forward. And what I said during the break was, I was I'm never going to allow myself to be in a position ever again where someone's going, someone else is going to decide how much I'm worth and how long I'm worth it. Uh, I just I'm, I'm not willing to do it. That means we have to make real estate investing work for us. I'm not going to go back and put myself in that position or my family in that position ever again. I mean, I'm grateful for the opportunities that I had there, uh, but I, I don't, I'm not going to go back and work for the man again. I refuse to do that. I, we're going to write our own destiny and, and keep going, working for ourselves and making, making real estate work for us. I think it's cool. You guys drew a, a definitive line in the sand and, and you're, you're daring anybody to cross it and you're not willing to cross it either because you know what the future possibilities are for you and the both of you went to work 
trying to accomplish those goals and objectives that you laid out for yourselves after you went through the two-day. Am I on track? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, neither one of us want to work on climbing a corporate ladder ever again. That, that ladder is not forgiving, and you don't, you can't aim that ladder where you, you know, where it's going to go. If you're working for yourself, you can aim your ladder and decide how far you're going to climb up and what you want to do. So what's the game plan? I mean, I know that you guys have transitioned from single family into multifamily. You own several multifamily apartment communities uh, currently. Um, talk to me about that transition plan and, and why the jump from single family to multifamily. Uh, it's the economies of scale. I mean, you can make, we can certainly make more money and make a better return on your investment. If you can put more units under one building or in one, one property, you know, uh, it's, it's easier to scale and you can create more value if you buy the right property and increase, you know, increase NOI. So we having gone through that two day a couple of times now, uh, it, it becomes very clear that, you know, sort of like I talked about climbing the ladder thing, if, if we can get into a bigger property, we can generate more, move on to the next one. So that's kind of where we're at now. We've we've seen success with our smaller ones. We're starting to transition from those. Our first multifamily properties worked out great. We still own that, and we're getting ready to knock down another one uh, here in the next couple of weeks. So, our long-term goal is essentially just to grow to a point where we can have a property that's big enough where we can have staff. You know, it's not necessarily a door count or we want to own, you know, X amount of units or X amount of properties. We're just going to keep trucking along and buying properties that make sense for us in the situation we're at the time. But ultimately we would like to grow to a property where we can have an on-site leasing agent, an on-site maintenance person. I think you're, you guys are right on track. You, you're following the map. Accordingly, you're doing it at your pace, at your speed. You are accomplishing all the things that you've laid out for yourselves. So talk to me about what it's going to take for you to get to that point where you're able to buy a property that is big enough to put staff on the property. I would say the next logical step for us is is becoming lead investors. You know, that to get to that point, that's probably not going to be in another IRO property. Uh, our existing one is certainly stabilized and has a tremendous amount of equity in it, uh, having only owned it for coming up on, I guess, about three and a half years now. So our intent is to do the same thing with this this next property. And you know, if we decide to refinance or, or unload one of those, we'll be in extremely well positioned to to take a next step up on the ladder. We'll be able to go to an, you know, the next bigger property between capital generated out of those two investments as well as going the syndication route. How many properties, or I should say, how many units, because I think that's a better representation of what I'm about ready to ask you, how many units do you currently have under your ownership and management? Well, we just dumped four off. I saw on the, the, the four unit a couple weeks ago. Uh, once we close on this on this property here next couple weeks, we'll be at uh, 32 doors here locally. And what have those 32 doors done for your family financially? Uh, well, it, it allows us to kind of live our lives the way we want to. You know, we're, we're certainly not retired. We're very active in managing these properties, and because they're – you know, they're ours, and we, and we kind of babysit them. We're there often. We're fixing things. We're we're working on them and, and at them. 
Uh, but we get to do that, you know, on our schedule. You know, we can go to our kids' sports games or we can go camping in the summer for, for a couple of weeks. So the properties are allowing us to live our life, I would say, more the way we want it. As far as our lifestyle goes, you know, we live pretty much the same lifestyle we did before. Uh, you know, if we're making, you know, if we're making a capital gain in a property, that capital gain is going to the next property. It's not going to buy Stacy a new car, unfortunately for her. It's going to go back <laughs> into the property. Stacy, you don't get a new car. What What's up with that? <laughs> no, I get no toys out of any of this, but that's okay. I see it what? in my future. I just keep putting my, my new car will be nicer the longer he holds off. That's all right, Stacy. We're gonna we're gonna keep working on Nathan. We might get you a new car by the end of the show, but no promises. You okay with that? Yes, let's do that. Okay. So so what I find real interesting is is you guys transitioned from buying a property, living in it, converting it to rental property, and then going and buying another property to live in. And you went from that methodology of investing to a methodology where you found a duplex, then you found a fourplex, and next thing you know, you're buying six total units across two different properties. You have jumped from the single, the pure single-family space into another realm of the single-family space where you're dealing with the plexes. W- weren't you nervous? Weren't you concerned? No, no, not at all. And that was kind of a strange thing. We really felt that strangeness when we moved and bu- ahead and bought the 14 unit. But being educated, it certainly, number one, made us far more comfortable to start taking down bigger deals. It made it really easy to move from that single unit, single family rental property. Uh, and on top of the having the education, being better prepared to do these deals, having operations consultants and mentors that we can call on to one, look at what we're doing and make sure the way we're analyzing things is proper. But also if we have an issue, we have someone we can call. Uh, so it, it, we've got a level of comfort with this that, that seems strange sometimes. As we were coming into closing that 14 unit, we had a call with the mentor just because we thought we needed to have a call to check in. And we didn't have a whole lot to talk about because we had been prepared through our education with the prior calls of mentor to get ready to close on this deal. And it seemed like we should be more stressed out about writing a big check for a down payment and closing on a property. But we were prepared. We knew on day one all the to-do list items that we needed to take care of as soon as we closed, and we executed on them. And there, it really is a low-stress moment. It's kind of strange. It's kind of like you got your sea legs under you. It's like you got on a boat. The boat was a little rocky at first, but then you converted your body to the motion of the ocean. And as a result of that, you don't have any problems anymore. Right. And these are these are business deals. They're not something to get overly emotional about. It, it works or it doesn't. If it doesn't, you move on. You have hurdles along the way and you just you deal with them. It's not a, if the more you can take emotion out of it, the, the better off you're going to be. So, Stacy, you guys have just bought this this 16 unit to add it to the 14 unit, which adds to the duplex. You've got a lot of units under your belt. You're considering becoming an independent rental operator, excuse me, a, a lead. You're already an independent rental operator. You guys are considering becoming lead investors, which means you're going to bring money to the table from other Lifestyles Unlimited members. Doesn't that make you a little nervous? No, I mean, not really. Um Mainly because I feel like we use our lifelines through lifestyle. So I feel like we just have a pretty good team um, to help support us. 
Um, and we've really dragged our feet on trying to be a lead um, that we've analyzed that um, to the point where, you know, we feel pretty confident in, well, we know what we're doing on our own properties. So it's just a matter of scaling up a little bit. And so, no, I think we're prepared and I think we're ready for it once a property actually comes up that um, will work for us. And, and to be fair, I've been the one doing the foot dragon. She's been kicking me the entire time. Let's go, go, go. Okay, so let me let me let me let me call you out, Nathan. You won't buy her a new car, and you're dragging your feet. Come on. <laughs> well, she puts up with a lot. What can I say? She must love you. I do. I think so. I oh, that's so nice. <laughs> oh, oh. That, now I don't even have a question to follow up with because now I'm just in, I'm in the ahs and the oohs of, of of your marriage. No, I'm I'm just having fun with you guys. So talk to me about the future. Who's going to retire first when, when you guys finally figure out that you've got enough money? Because I'm guessing right now you, you probably have enough money to definitely retire at least one of you. When you guys finally re- figure out that concept, who retires first? I think she's already retired. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Say it no, again. Wait a second. I'm just going to set some stuff on your plate tonight we'll we'll see how much you can handle (laughs) Um, I feel like though what we're doing for managing our properties I mean we have the ability to do what we want generally when we want to do it so I mean I I have no shame saying I'd like to go first like let me retire first so I'll probably steal it um because he's what, just never going to retire. That's just not him. He he's going to work when he's eighty years old. That's that's who he is. Okay. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we make him the the asset manager and the operations manager, and then Stacy, you could hang out with Tina and I as we go on cruises, and we'll just have Nathan do all the work. We'll invest with you guys, and then that that would work out well for the Gordons too. But but there you see, go. this is why we got to grow to properties that have staff, so we can get away from them more. Ah, so Nathan really doesn't have a desire to work his entire life. Maybe not. Maybe not to the degree I do today. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Managing so Stacey, projects from a distance will be just fine. Okay, mm-hmm. Stacy, what career are you going to destroy when you finally step away from working in it? Oh man, I haven't even thought about it. Do you even care? How's that? Yeah, I guess not really. No. Okay, there's my answer. Nathan, what yeah. what are you gonna what are you gonna destroy? Well, okay, we we've already established that maybe you're gonna keep working for the rest of your life. But if you did decide to not work for the rest of your life, what career would you be destroying? I don't know. I yeah, I would have to echo as you said, I have not even not even thought about that. I so you don't, don't even know. care either, do you? I, I, I think I we have a new uh discussion to talk about about our future. <laughs> When we get to that point, now we have a topic of discussion for that. Yeah, this this is amazing, guys, because what I what I've just established is that I think you guys are so far down the road that you're already in a position where both of you potentially are retired right now. You just don't know it yet. I mean, in a way, I suppose so. I mean, we I feel like since we work in the business as much as we do, we're not retired, but we're like I said earlier, we're not reporting to anybody. We're reporting to ourselves, and and that freedom is something that neither one of us are willing to give up. Man, you said a lot right there. Freedom is something that you're not willing to give up. And you know what? I agree with you 100%. 
Freedom is not something that any of us should give up. Freedom is something that is a part of our nation. It's a part of our rights as citizens of this country. And one of the things that we tend to do as Americans is we tend to give up our freedoms and then we struggle to get them back. Nathan and Stacy, you've gotten your freedom back, and I salute you. If you want to do what they're doing, you want to do what I'm doing, you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.